slipped in behind Florenzi now. Ronaldo! Oh! Cristiano Ronaldo! This is Views from the Touchline. Welcome back to Views from the Touchline, your weekly insight into the beautiful game. I'm Billy Rogers, your host, and alongside me is Alan Smith, my co-host. Alan, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Bill. How are you? I'm doing awesome. You know, I'm, I'm a little tired from soccer. We just got back from dinner. 8 o'clock p.m. on a beautiful Tuesday mm-hmm. evening, September 26th. Of course. How was your dinner today? What'd you eat? Well, before you got there, I actually had a plate of tuna, chopped pepper, Ew. and some uh, fruit, you know? I'm trying to get them gains up. So. I enjoyed the uh, the Glar, uh, Glar tacos today. That was Liar. pretty. You're lying. I'm <laughs> being You're dead. lying, I'm being bro. <laughs> I saw this kid. He like he ate like three bites of his Glar quote unquote Glar taco. He's like, this stuff is disgusting. I can't eat this. I had Sorry. nacho cheese, chicken, refried beans. Great post practice meal. I mean, it's what the college feeds us. You know, it's that's it's why what... that's why you gotta go. You got to go to the salad bar, pick up those peppers, and you got to go to the sandwich station where they have the, the tuna salad. You mix that together. You got yourself a nice dinner. Ew, that sounds gross. It's perfect, man. The move was I, I ate two bites of that, and then I ate a bowl of cereal afterwards. Well, Pablo was loving it. <laughs> Excuse me. Pablo was loving it. Pablo loves Glor, though. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I agree. Anyway. Okay, sorry for that. Anyway. <laughs> quick tangent. Anyway. Uh, we wanted to quickly uh, congratulate ourselves. We, yeah, we, we reached uh, 50 likes on Facebook, on our Facebook 50 page. Likes. That's a pretty big uh, big it. deal for us because, you know, our, our Twitter has like 26 followers and then we have like 18, 18 on. on Instagram. So, I mean, I think we're growing Facebook pretty quickly. That's kind of cool. I think the key to us for that stuff is we need to use hashtags more. Yeah, definitely. Being, being the millennial generation, we should know all about that hashtag game. Everyone know? loves hashtags. Because apparently, I think your sister's like was Instagram famous with like one of her other. Yeah, she. Uh, my sister, things. she's like a fashion major at yeah. Columbia, and she has like this. Oh, it's like it's like this Instagram that she posts um, art pictures to, like you yeah. know, from famous artists and stuff. She has like forty thousand followers, maybe. Like she's wow. she's got a lot of followers. Wow. Yeah, and she probably uses hashtags a lot, right? I think she, honestly, I don't think she does. I just right, well. she just titles it like that. But I mean, I'll, I'll check up with her. Maybe yeah. she can give us some tips she, on how to expand some, our some pointers uh, to get those followers how to expand our, our 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 network there. Right. But uh, I want to share a quick story with you guys here. All that right, great. We, we had a funny uh, a funny encounter this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so come Saturday night, I was with Alan and my other friend Shane. We're driving back. You know, late at night, but I play some FIFA. And uh, we pulled up on these a few kids, our friends also, and we talked to them for about, like, what, you think a minute, two minutes? Yeah, it was yeah. about, like, two, two and so, a half minutes. So, I mean, so me, me and Shane are sitting there talking for a solid, like, after the two minutes, we're sitting there for another 20. All right, like, see you later. Like, we talk already, to you tomorrow. We already blah, said blah, their goodbyes, and I was on yeah, my yeah. phone. So, Alan's there sitting on his phone and, like, Snapchatting. So, like, I was like, all right, we'll see you later. And he's like, all right, we're still see you in park. So I looked at Alan. I look, I look at Alan. He's still in park. And we sat there for a solid 10 seconds. <laughs> and he did a move. It was just dead quiet. And and the, the kids were just like, are they going to leave? Yeah, or are they going to sit here still? Sh- my, our friend Sean's friends were looking at me like, is there something up with this kid? Is he all right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I was like totally out of it at that point. I was like two in the. I was like, what was it twelve thirty two? Between that time and we were like. Some, sometime. Sometime. Yeah. And I was like, it was late. It was late. And I was like, all right, screw it. We're going. And then uh, no, we weren't going. We were sitting there not well, doing no, but, anything because we you didn't, got, because we you to, weren't moving at all. We got to where we were going, but all right. Besides that, what else have we got on our plate? Okay, well, let's quickly mention that we're gonna be actually on a new episode format from now on. We actually posted a poll on Twitter. We got I mean like twenty responses. It wasn't a. It was a good. Yeah, we got like seventeen, eighteen responses. And we're changing impressed. the episodes to around thirty to forty minutes per week, and we'll do a Tuesday and Friday episode. So yeah. you know, you'll have the Tuesday where we talk about matches from. I guess that would be Saturday. 
Yeah, Saturday, we're gonna do the Sunday, week. Monday. Yeah, we're gonna talk about last then, weekends and the Tuesday format. Yeah, and, and then, then we're gonna talk about Champions the, League the on Champions League Tuesday. On Tuesdays, yeah. yeah. So that'll be split up. Then um, for Friday, we talk about any Champions League that happens on Wednesday uh, and Thursday, Europa League, obviously. But yeah. the thing is, the one kind of wild card depends. If we record it early in the day, we could actually do it before the Champions League, and then we could devote Friday to just Champions League and Europa League. And then we're reviewing it and then looking into that weekend. Looking oh, yeah, into the weekend. Yep. So yep. that's I our. Agree. I mean, that's. I think kind of. We'll share this in my final thoughts, but um, I think it's kind of good for you know the. I think we have a lot of young listeners yeah. or college students who don't have, don't have we don't, to sit down for an hour. Yeah, they can sit down and listen yeah. to, to really young guys talking about soccer for an hour straight. I think that our attention spans as young people are very small and need to sort of slim down the time of the episodes to make it yeah. more juicy for the time we have it and not be too long and. Like yeah. laxadays. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you guys won't get any less content. Like, you'll still have, we'll still have literally an hour per week because you you'll have a half yeah. an hour on Tuesday, half an hour Friday. So it's still an hour total. Like before, it's just it'll be yeah. split up into two sections that should kind of you know give you more time to listen to the episode and yeah. get through the episode. And it also just feels like I'm not we're not pushing content out there. We're not trying to like force anything for us to say. We sort of have a good time span to be like, all right, we don't need to fill an hour. We can just say what we want to say in half an hour and all be interesting and and very intriguing and all that stuff so I feel like half an hour it was a better deal for us yeah the, definitely I whole. mean I think it was kind of funny I was talking to one of my uh, my GAs on my soccer team right. who listens to this podcast actually shout out to Charlie Charlie uh, yeah thank you buddy he, he actually uh, he told me that he's one of the only people who voted for more than an hour episodes really in, in that poll yeah because he, he said he likes a lot of the content he likes the content being pushed at him because like yeah. you know but it's kind of cool I've been I've been having encounters on campus and people have been saying oh like what's your podcast like uh, where are you posting your stuff to and like even I was with my friend uh, Jack Nickel this weekend and he, he even asked me like about uh, he, he asked me he said uh, I love your podcast it's just cool like someone who doesn't get to watch soccer all the time because right. of the work he does he kind of has a good uh, it gives him a good update of what's happening like in the soccer world yeah, so, I mean, that was our initial idea starting this whole thing it was sort of having the input for all the people who ne- necessarily don't have the time to look into the beautiful game and don't necessarily like are new to the beautiful game sometimes and sort of want to see a, a good in, in insight on how us two collegiate athletes well now only one <laughs> collegiate athlete <laughs> at this point so I mean we're uh, we're happy to see all this feedback in person. All these people are reaching out to us and and sort of looking at our tweets, looking at our votes, and our Instagram. Our Instagram's doing pretty well. Uh, uh, Billy and I usually post pictures. I, I think you're more on Instagram. I'm, I'm more on, on Twitter. Yeah, he's more. Billy's more on Twitter. And I'm more on Instagram. I like to find some pictures from maybe like the Champions League page or yeah. the Liverpool Arsenal Premier League page and see what the key point of that yeah. weekend was. But I mean, anyway. as a soccer fan, I mean, I've. Got the chance now to with this account. I follow all soccer accounts. I mean, both of our accounts. Yeah, I think. Both and of our it accounts. kind of it, it gives you a really cool cool perspective of like you have the players reacting after the games. One of my favorite pages is actually Bleacher Report uh, Soccer. Yeah, and they post everything soccer. Like they have all these really cool stats. Stuff that happens every week, and I mean, it's kind of something that I would recommend if you're a soccer fan that to follow. It's really, really cool to you know just like see all the stats, and it tells you anything that happens right then and there. Like, yeah. uh, what's his face? Alexis Sanchez made his 150th Arsenal appearance the other day. I mean, just stuff like that, like that. It tells you like that. Like, things, yeah. And Cristiano Ronaldo making his 150th appearance in the yeah. UEFA. And what, what we're talking about later on is actually um, one of the stories that we're talking about. It actually, I, I saw it first on Bleacher Report Soccer. 
yeah. something coming from there. But uh, never mind. Nevertheless, uh, let's, let's Alan, what are, what are we uh, talking on episode uh, today? Uh, today, we're going to talk about the uh, great form that all these strikers across Europe are going through. Like, the blistering form. Blistering, great form. So you got like Harry Kane, yep. Lacazette. I mean, I would say I would say this week especially. Well, this week especially because all the scores that just came out from today. You saw Lacazette, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Harry Kane, Aubameyang. Yep. Man, it's crazy. It's been a great, it's been a great week Morata. for Strikers. Morata as well. Morata with his first Premier League hat trick. It's awesome. We're going to touch on the controversial comments made by, uh, by President Trump. Yep. Since this is a soccer podcast, obviously we won't get too political. Into We're not going to get political. We're, we'll be sort of platonic in the way we discuss the. Definitely. Yeah. The I mean, well, I'll, I'll, I'll express my opinion a little bit, but no, I, mean, yeah. I won't. I don't want to say anything too drastic because you know we have listeners everywhere. But we should, you know, be be conscientious in the way we we talk because you know this is very soccer related. Yeah. We shouldn't really. If we want to do a, a politics podcast, we can go we, and do a politics we, podcast. That's <laughs> not why, yeah, that's not why we're here right now. But yeah. I I agree with you, Billy. Let's uh, let's sort of uh. Delve into it. Let's get into it. Okay. And then um, the last final thing is yeah. Well, I mean, final. Our final Alan, thing. Get is, ahead of it. Get ahead yeah. Of I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> our final thing is the best young players in the world. We're yeah. gonna see. We're gonna see where these players rank and where. What was? Where'd you get? Bleacher Report. Yeah. You from found that. Like Keep. Yeah. Yeah. From Like Keep. Well, a French newspaper which and the, uh, which is like the Golden Boy Award for basically the best young player in yeah. the world. And uh, you're gonna see names like uh, Marco Sensio, Mbappe, Mbappe, Pulisic. Pulisic uh, Ronaldo Sanchez. Ronaldo Sanchez. Go, you can go on for a while. Yeah, there's a lot of them on there, but we're gonna we're gonna get more detail into that in the uh, all right. Well, minutes. to get connected with Views from the Touchline on social media, please follow us on Twitter at Views FTTL. Find us on Instagram at Views FTTL, and search us on Facebook by tra- by typing Views from the Touchline in the search bar. And to read all the latest articles on our blog, navigate to ViewsFTTL.wordpress.com. And uh, for our podcast, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on the podcast section of iTunes. Store. You said podcast three times in podcast, 10 seconds. Podcast, <laughs> podcast, 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 <laughs> But um, you can also find our episodes on Blueberry, YouTube, and SoundCloud now that we have SoundCloud Premium. All you got to do is search yeah. views from the touchline. Just search views from the touchline. You can find us there. And, uh, yeah, Billy, where can we find you? You can follow me on Twitter at Billy Rogers, R-O-D-G-E-R-S. AFC on LinkedIn, I mean, sorry, on Twitter, and on LinkedIn at William Rogers. Alan, how can our listeners find you? On Twitter, you? you can find me at Alan Dragon. Cool. With an A, not an O. I'm not a, I'm not a lizard. All right, so let's get into this. What are our top stories in the week? You want to start us off with this first All one? All right, this top one, uh, this is the most controversial one I'm going to say for this week. For the next upcoming weeks, we saw the U.S. soccer banning kneeling during the anthem. The speculation of that. Well, it's not really speculation anymore. We saw I that. I just put that in the notes. He yeah. put that in the notes, so I was, but, but I... Sorry, but we saw this last year with Megan Rapone, right? Rapino. Rapino, sorry, Rapino. She uh, was kneeling last year um, for some sort of rights. Her- oh, she she is actually uh, she's lesbian. Oh yeah. She, I, so she, I think that the, she was kneeling for uh, for gender for gender equality, gender equality, and like sexual orientation equality. Right, right. For like for LGBT rights, obviously. Mm-hmm. I, I think I thought it was very. You know, it was something something very different because you know you see the NFL and stuff where the majority of the people who are kneeling are African American people. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty interesting to see actually someone who. Was was, she, she's actually white, yeah, and she she took a knee as someone protesting for LG, LGBT she's rights. Every right, they both both the African American community and the LG, LGBT community are both. They should. That's what they should be doing. They should be protesting their rights in every way possible, no matter what platform they am. If it's in professional sports, workplace, etc. Okay. So something interesting I found on online. I was doing a little searching today. Yep. You know, I've been looking a lot about, about these comments. You know, given I'm actually half African American, so yep. this is something that I've been very. You know, I have a strong opinion on. But uh, I actually was on Newsweek.com, and uh, this says we're talking about 
the U.S. soccer ban in kneeling. This actually happened back in March. No one really kind of got too, yeah, no too really, into it because yeah, it no wasn't really like... Picked it up that so much. after Rapino did it, uh, this says here, after the women's national team participated in, pro- in protests last year, U.S. soccer in March created a new bylaw that decreed, end quote, all persons representing a federation national team shall stand respectfully during the playing of national anthems at any event in which the federation is represented. That's a slight but vastly important difference from the NFL regulation that encourages players to stand but does not require it. Yeah, so, so I mean, that's very interesting. Where you know, you can respond in one second, but mm-hmm. I think that you know, having that uh, that decree and that that bylaw, obviously, like it has no room for for error. Where like it's already been, you don't really see the controversy of this happening in soccer, and you know, Trump hasn't said anything about the MLS where players are right. doing this. Um, I mean, my one thing I have to say, obviously, like a lot of the players in MLS aren't from America. And they're, I mean, they're That's from what I was different saying. countries. Really so obviously, see, yeah. like the the chance of that happening are a lot, a lot lower. Obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, what do you have to say on that? Real um, quick? I'm going to expand on that. Yeah, there's a lot of different backgrounds, like ethnicities, different countries that are represented in the MLS. And I think that after that happened, you're going to see that it brought the the general managers and the players closer together, and sort of their understanding of all right, what can we do to make your experience in our league better for you, so you enjoy yourself enjoy yourself so you improve yourself on the field not have to worry not have to worry about all those those problems and also make the soccer better at that point so i feel like it's a good thing that they're they're making that effort to to make the, those communications stronger you yeah know? and even think further though think about the men's national team mm-hmm. where you have a lot of those people where, where that clint's been phased yeah. in like like german american german american yeah. you know people who aren't full american yeah. you know we're like they, they they their first language isn't even isn't even english yeah, yeah. so i mean like you wouldn't probably see these unless these players are are very american they're big american citizens who are very into politics i don't think you would probably even see that we're just like the nfl a lot of these guys are Americans. They lived through their whole mm-hmm. life. They've grown up through poverty, or exactly. they've grown up in different kind of communities where they've had to battle the system or battle being incarcerated, things like that. Where you know they've had such a long road where that's they do feel so strong about growing this. up. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. I'd have to live day to day. But moving, I'm, I'm glad that we we could talk about this. Yeah, and so, I, I, I and definitely think like I mean I'm not. I definitely won't hide it. I'm, I'm pretty liberal. Like I I do feel pretty strongly about yeah. this, but I won't. I'm, I'm able to talk about it in terms of a way that's kind of like I'm respectful. Like yeah, there, I won't hide the fact that yeah, like, there's nothing. It's, it's it's not negative. It's just it's contradict. It's not. It's a. Uh, how do I say? It's we're just analyzing, we're just the, analyzing the, the situation. Yeah. Yeah. The differences between you know where the U.S. Soccer Federation and then obviously the NFL yeah. with like players different backgrounds. Cool. Okay, let's move on real quick. Uh, this next story was coming. Uh, not coming up. You you actually brought this story to my attention. Uh, what is our next top story uh, for the well, week? Well, the next one is with uh, Diego Forlan commenting on the Neymar Cavani situation, and uh, what Diego Forlan said was Cavani des- deserves respect. He's been scoring for years and taking penalties. Neymar wouldn't have done that to Messi. What doesn't make sense is Alves didn't give the ball to Gavani, but to Neymar as if he was his bitch. Excuse my French, but it was sort of <laughs> it was very explicit in the way he explained everything. That's a direct quote from Diego Forlan. Yep. And uh, you know, my response to this is like, wow, this is still a thing after a week. You know, I think it's interesting to see uh, PSG actually they tied Montpellier this weekend. Uh, they were missing Neymar. That was kind of interesting to see them without Neymar. Yeah, what was the? Did you know why he didn't play? Do you know was why he, he injured? I, I, I didn't even. I, I didn't see. He wasn't suspended. I don't think. I, I, maybe he just was being rested. I have no idea. He probably. Yeah, he probably wanted to get his legs a little, 
little. Uh, I have no clue, but I mean before. that's kind of interesting to see. That's the first game they haven't scored a goal in the season, and we're missing Neymar. Obviously, yeah. but I mean you you can look though at, at PSG before Mbappe and Neymar came, and they still did pretty well with yeah. their uh, with their given results. But uh, you know, I think that Forlan is justified to say this because he was such a great striker who probably yep. like for United. I mean, he's justified in Cavani's corner, obviously, because like Cavani being a striker, Forlan was number nine too. Uruguay also, yeah. so like you know, obviously he's gonna be on Cavani's side. Whereas you could probably look at someone from like maybe Pele who probably would take Neymar's so, side. Yeah, and Neymar, say, yeah, Neymar should be taking everyone because that's why he left. That's why he left Barca to be out of Messi's. Yeah, yeah, but so was, I think uh, you say there's a lot of ways you can go about this situation, but it's going to be real interesting. We'll talk about this match later on, but you know Bayern and PSG play tomorrow, and it's going to be real cool to see you know if there's a, 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 a what's called a penalty kick in the game like this of this magnitude, yep. who will take it. Messi or I'm oh Messi. <laughs> I'm thinking Barca. Oh, yeah. Neymar or uh, or Cavani, obviously, because it's such a big game where you know they have to. I they, mean, I I, I think Neymar, Neymar should play tomorrow. Probably. Neymar is going to play tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just. I mean, I'm gonna say this. I'll credit to Mbappe for staying out of that corner of that negativity between Cav- uh, Cavani and Neymar. You know, because I mean, he's not. He's not. I wouldn't. If he was a striker. Cause he was he like a kind of a number nine for for Monaco. He was, but the thing is, he would lay the ball off and turn. But then again, he would go from. But the, he was their main goal scorer. But he though. was their main goal scorer. But you could also see him drifting off to the to the outside to to the to the bylines and sort of whipping yeah. those balls in or trying to make the attack and and slice into that eighteen yard box. I think you'll see as Mbappe grows up and Cavani kind of moves on to wherever else he goes after. Yeah. I mean, you're going to look want, at three or four years from now. Yeah. You think that you'll probably Mbappe lead, Mbappe leading the uh, the PSG line, yeah. and you know Cavani will probably either be on the bench or he'll be somewhere else, probably retiring at some mm-hmm. point. I, so I, I think that then maybe you look at that and then you say maybe Mbappe starts taking those P kicks, yeah, penalty kicks. Then yeah, I agree. And I want Neymar should be guiding Mbappe, but in the ways that he's that Neymar is speaking. Not speaking, but his body language is speaking out as saying that, all right, I'm the best. No one else wants – I don't need anyone else's help, you know? I feel like he should be more open to help younger players like Mbappe because Mbappe being, is be, – Having the experience of being a young player who was around Messi and Suarez at first too. Right. Yeah, you know, he had he had a great – two great players to learn from, obviously, and then the entire Barcelona team as well who you, know, you can kind of see after you left. It was such a big deal to them because, you know, he, he came in at, what, 19 years old to, from Santos, something like that? Yeah, 19, yeah. I think about that. And you can see kind of – he only played there for like four seasons, but still, when he left, it, it seemed like it was like a large, like Messi posted a whole video. You know, the best player in the world is posting this large video yeah. of, like, of Neymar leaving. So obviously, like, you know, he, he showed them as a young player, though, like, he was under their yeah, wing. It was like, like the second coming of uh, Ronaldinho's relationship with Messi, you know, but it's the opposite with Messi being. Exactly. That's a great teacher, compar- That's yeah. actually a great comparison. Well, wow. so. That's, 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 well, I'm, I'm impressed, Alan. <laughs> I'm, I do my homework sort of this. That's week. actually, you know, that's a great comparison. That's actually Alan on the fly right there. You know, we, <laughs> we didn't mention that in our outline. We do, we do, we do, just so, you know, we can streamline our content, make it good. We do weekly outlines, obviously, to, uh, to you know, just have our content right, right and there. And I usually come in basically. Guns blazing off the cuff sometimes with my with my stuff, but Billy likes to have a, for, a format in the way we do things. So I'll just I'll just conform to him and just let it be. No, I mean, it, you, all power to you. I think it's actually great that you can do that. That's that's it's pretty right, impressive because you know for me, I actually when I watch matches now, I literally take the time to like you know I take notes during matches. Yeah. I'll, I'll put like three three or four things I want to discuss in the podcast like that I find interesting. And like I think last week I had like. 10 matches I watched or mm-hmm. different parts of them and I literally would watch like halves or maybe quarters if I had time to and I would get just you know a few notes here and there it was kind of cool to like mm-hmm. you know it, it's, it's really cool to watch games and actually start analyzing what you're seeing I agree because like it, it gives you just more I wouldn't say it's making it more exciting to watch exciting to watch but it's more just kind of 
you know, you can break it down more and you can kind of get more into like and what, you can be in the soccer aspect. Yeah, the soccer aspect, and also it's good for us in the future if you were to get into coaching, we can read the game and sort of learn that and sort of learn the aspects of all right, this is what this player does, this is what they do in the final third, this is what they do in their own on, on their own half. Okay, and those aspects. But let's move on. Let's get into another. Um, our last, our, this is our third and last story yep. of the week. This was brought by me, obviously. Yep. Um, we actually, I, I said earlier, the uh, the BR, it's actually BR Football on Instagram. Uh, they released a picture coming from Le Equipe. It's a French newspaper, one of the biggest French, uh, biggest newspapers in France. Uh, it was a list of the 20 best young players in world football born in 1996 or later. So that makes them, I want to say, 21 or younger. They're 21 or younger. Yeah. So, I mean, their top, their top three were... Asensio, number one from Spur, uh, from Real Madrid. Yeah, and then you have Deli Ali, number two for for Spur. Then Mbappe, number three. Do you agree with this? Do you think that anyone in this like top twenty here? I have the picture right here. Should be you know possibly lower, higher, or do you think that the top three should be different? I think uh, Marcus Rashford should be higher. I agree. Marcus well, Rashford should be in front or should be where he's number nine right now. Yeah, on their list. Donnarumma, where Donnarumma is, the AC Milan goalkeeper. I think that he. should. I haven't seen much of him honestly. No, I've I've not seen the much. The thing of is, him. you also you don't really see highlight reels of goalkeeping, right? Usually from that from that res- respect, especially and, for AC Milan. Also, yeah, that's not, yeah. Because now I used to see AC Milan coming back, sort of being a, a prime time team, but uh, yeah, I want to see Rashford higher on that list. I mean, even like it was, I was surprised to see. Uh, What's his face? Yuri Tielemans at number sixteen. He he's like one of the highest potential players on FIFA. Even that. Yeah. And like I saw when uh when Andrew like played Arsenal a few years ago, he was bossing that game. Yeah. He, he I think they they almost they almost won or or it was a close game. I forget. I think he but, scored. Uh, did he score that? Did he score that? He game? might score that. Yeah, I, I think, think he, he might scored score that game. And uh, at that point, I was kind of like, wow, this guy's gonna be insane. I mean, I thought he'd be kind of ranked higher than you know his players like Pulisic. Like I, I don't mean, think like, King Kingsley Coman should be on this list. You don't think so? Nope. I think Renato Sanchez should be on that list instead. So, I mean, kind of, we'll branch off real quick. One of our listeners, Christy, uh, one of Alan's friends, what's yeah, his name? Yeah, Chris, Christian Oliveira. He's a UMass student. He replied to our former, tweet. Former teammate of mine. His top three unemployment players were Renato Sanchez, number one, Asensio, number two, and Gabriel Jesus, number three. Interesting there because, you know, you look at this list and Renato Sanchez is not even on it. And he is 20 years old. I looked up, he's 20 years old, he's 20 so years he's, old. he's eligible. You'd think he'd be somewhere on this list, at least. Like, I'm looking here now, I don't see his name at all whatsoever. Weird. I mean, it's kind of... It's uh, very weird. I don't get that. That's the one player I would expect to see is somewhere yeah, in the top least, 20. I, and Dolberg, I don't think Dolberg should be on that list either. Dolberg from... He's on Ajax, yeah. I'm, I don't see him being in Especially given, you know, the competition 20. that he's probably faced. He hasn't faced yeah, the greatest... Comp- I, Ajax is a good team, but, you know, I've I've been to a few Dutch League games, and it's not the highest yeah, highest quality. It's... I don't know. I just don't see Dolberg making an impact like that. And um, also, there's one other player, Christian Pulisic, our own American Wonder Boy, future Wonder Boy, should be higher. Should be. What number do you have? I want to say. I want to say that he should be where Kingsley or where Leroy Sané is. You think that? That's what I think. I mean, I've seen. I've seen so much more of Sané as I watch more. And EPL I think Sané should be where Deli Alley is. Oh, so you think Sonny's higher then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I mean, for me, if I would have to take this, tw- this 20 players and reorder the top three, I would say Mbappe, honestly, number one. He, yeah. his, his pace is just phenomenal. I would have to say Deli Alley, number two. I mean, I'm an Arsenal fan, but he is, he is a great player. Okay. You know, he, he, like, he, you've seen the most of him like, in terms of producing goals and assists with Harry Kane. Like, Spurs yeah. won one of their best seasons last year, and you know, they got Champions League for the first time in a while. And, like, that was almost, honestly, like, due to, to, to Alley, honestly. Like, Alley and Kane. 
And like that was when he was what, 19 years old then, 20 years old. So I mean, I honestly put him number two, and I would have to say number three would be someone like yeah, someone like Leroy Sané or or Dembele. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, and I I think that Deli Ali is is a great player, even though he likes to flip the bird a little too much. Let's move on. Let's, let's, let's yeah, let's get into our three exciting matches from last week. We're looking forward to we were looking forward to Leicester versus Liverpool. Stoke City versus Chelsea and the Atlanta versus LA Galaxy game. Let's touch on Liverpool. Uh, Leicester first, obviously. They played twice this week. Yeah, was the, the, the first matchup wasn't too good, in my opinion. wasn't good at all for the Leicester took the W in that first matchup. Both games were at Leicester, correct? Yes. Yeah, I mean, so that's kind of... You think Leicester should win one of those games, honestly, like being, being a fan, they should well, yeah, win one that, of those that's, games. And that's, they usually do well in those smaller tournaments because they're used to playing in those. Yeah, and the, they're probably, you know, their reserves are probably going to play harder. I mean, they probably still play some of their better players because you know some teams like that look to want to want to win, win those competitions obviously because the league cup's not as big right. so i, I mean they won 2-0 in the league cup and then they came back uh liverpool played leicester in the epl this, we- the this weekend league. in the premier league and liverpool won coutinho had a nice free kick what do you think of that free kick oh first goal back right he's always lethal from 25 to 35 yards out outside the box he's one of the most consistent players to hit ball like that he scored against today obviously liverpool they tied in they the tied. champions league they yep. tied today in the who'd they play league. they played uh spartak moscow Away from home, that's not yeah. a bad result, honestly. It's not. Well, the way I look at that game is that um, we had. No, I'm not gonna. Say, I'm gonna say we, as an I'm a supporter of Liverpool, but we had a lot of the ball for most of the game. We only had one opportunity where our defense looked weak, which is good for us, saying that our defense right now is not necessarily the strongest. But the one time that they got through is when they scored. But without that, I saw that there was a poor cross made by Spartak Moscow. There's this one opportunity that I saw four v two. Liverpool going a counter check going to Spartak Moscow's goal, cool. and you saw I saw that um, Trent Alexander Arnold he got that ball started sprinting down that way gave the ball over to uh, I think either it was Ma- it wasn't it was I think it was either Mane or it was Henderson on that right side and it missed. Mane and it was about to go to Salah, but Salah was offside by an inch or two. So it was a great, it was a great match. They they just needed to capitalize on their opportunities going forward. The problem now is though is Liverpool have what two points out of six now in their group. Four. They four like, no because they tied Sevilla at home, correct? Oh no, yeah, you're right. They're so they've four. Four. Two, two, two out of six two, points. Two out of six. Well, Does Sevilla win today or do they play tomorrow? Sevilla, I think they played today. Let me. Wow, well, looks it up. Let me our, take our a second quick game. Look. Yeah, who's looking real quick? quick our second game we're looking forward to was the Stoke versus Chelsea game. I was very surprised. Chelsea came out and won four zero. Murata had a hat trick, and honestly, he should have had four. Third, Sevilla came out with a three 0 win versus Man. So look at Sevilla now, top of the table. Sevilla, they have four Sevilla's points now. Yeah. Liverpool with two. So I mean, that's. I, I think that you know, Spartak Moscow away from home. You honestly, it's a good, probably, it's a good deal. I would say they should win that. Though. They should win that, but. You gotta say anything can happen in football. It's a cruel game. That's why we come back yeah. and play more, right? So what? Yeah, of course. What do you think about the uh, Stoke City Chelsea game? Stoke City Chelsea. Well, Morata bossed it. Yeah, Marata great, great. It. That's, that's all I gotta say. That yeah, he was um, in the right place at the right time. You that know? crushed our predictions too because we were both there. I think you you predicted a tie. We predicted, and it. I was looking for like a two zero Chelsea win. Yeah. I, I always I always say you know Stoke would come out and be compact. 
play long balls, yeah, big play defenders. More defensively. But then you know you look at these results against these big teams, and sometimes they get blown away. Like they had this four zero win yeah. here, and then Arsenal last year it was like four 0 away also, where you had Ozil like two goals, Sanchez yeah. had a goal or two, and you know it's funny because like you have these teams like oh they can't play on a, a rainy night in Stoke City, blah blah. Uh, Once in a while they get blown away at home. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's kind it's of a funny. Meme. I mean, people. I feel like that meme is getting overused and old now. I mean, he, I I feel like Murata being his first hat trick hat trick in this league is is probably a good sign for him yeah for he, he, looks, he, looks, he, he looks real good i mean the whole team their whole team looks solid at this point you know yeah from william to hazard hazard is one of the best players in the premier league right now because of his contributions he makes towards getting morata those goals wait yeah wait till he gets back from uh, fully fifth night injury yeah. obviously too yeah. you know at chelsea will be a dangerous team to watch yeah. Uh, okay, well, our last match we're looking forward to from last week was Atlanta versus LA Galaxy. Oh, yeah, Atlanta won 4 0. I actually took a look at the highlights for once. You know, I, look, I took a chance to I appreciate highlights. that, Bill. I honestly have to say, Atlanta do play some, some pretty good it's, soccer. They blew away nice. the first half. I love it. The thing is, I love it. It's different. It is you, different. I you mean, have, you have an Argentinian coach that coached Barcelona for a season and a half, you know? Or not even a season and a half, probably like a season, right? Yeah. Off the podcast, I'll tell you a story about that. Yeah, for later, I have a kind of cool story about right, that. Cool. I mean, um, if, if Franz if Franz is listening to this, he'll know the story I'm talking about. Tata Martino. I'll tell him about this later. Yeah, but Martino. you know, me and Franz will talk about that at some other point. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll expand on that. But I think that the philosophy that Martino brings to that team gives a good outlook yeah. on on this MLS soccer and how it, it could be on the up with the, the the style of play that certain teams play. You know. Cool. Well, we'll look forward to more MLS action. It was a 4 nothing win against LA yeah. Galaxy, so if anyone's curious. Yeah, we'll look forward to more MLS action coming up, I guess, this weekend. Yeah, I'll, and, I'll, uh, I'll have to take a look. I past mean, that. Well, I mean, well, on Friday, we'll probably talk about weekend soccer, obviously. Yeah, we'll talk so about, yeah, the any MLS, we'll, we'll touch on that. But uh, my fair match of the week um, actually happened today. Dorman and Real Madrid played. Ooh, yeah. Your boy uh, Ronaldo had two goals. Yep. But of course, uh, you have to mention that Aubameyang had a nice goal, and that's like his like eighth nice goal, goal in six game, yeah. six games. So he's on fire also. And uh, Bale's goal. Oh my god. Oh, that was a oh that was a great goal. First time volley from Carvajal on a on a pin, man. That I think it beautiful. I think it is worth mentioning though that you can compare Madrid's excellent UCL form, where like you know they beat Apple last week three 0 at home, and then they come back and beat Dortmund away at home three one. Three one. And then but you look at the La Liga though, and they have eleven points. They're in sixth place. I don't get it. They, they lost this weekend I really at home don't get as well. It. It's just... With Ronaldo up top as well. With Ronaldo up top. And I think that you see... I don't know. It might be something in locker room. might be something at practice that their focus is off. And then when they Do go you think that play, playing against the smaller teams, they don't really like put, take it yeah, serious, yeah. I guess? I mean, they're looking probably looking forward to the week. Probably Zidane's like, all right, we're going to play in the Champions League this weekend. Everybody be ready. And their their mind's four days ahead when it should be tomorrow, you know? Do you think that, I mean, before I move on, do you think that this is a cause for concern? Or do you think that, you know, being only seven points behind, that can be only made up seven. in three games? A game, two games and a draw behind? I don't, that's, that's, that's really bad for Real. That's really bad for Real. Because, you know, Barca don't really Barca lose. Barca don't lose. And the fixtures that Barca's having in the upcoming weeks is very easy for them. That's going to be so important when they start playing Atletico and, when, of course, yeah. the class goes also. Yes. But, I mean, you, you do look look at that, though, the seven-point gap. That's kind of crazy. We're like, that's not much in the EPL, but, you know, in La Liga, that's in a huge In La Liga, that's gap. huge because there's only three, four teams that Two are very competitive, are very competitive yeah. to yeah. that league and makes a difference. And you're going to see – you're seeing at Real Madrid sitting at sixth place. Sixth place. Yeah. It's barely the yeah. league. Barely to get into Europa League. Yeah. Okay, well, our, our our second match of the week, obviously there will be one that happens tomorrow on Wednesday, yep. uh, is Bayern versus PSG. Let's just touch on this real quick because we talked about PSG a bit already. Yeah. Uh, what is your prediction for that game? I'm going to say 2-1 PSG. I say 3-1 to Bayern. Okay. 
because I think that, you know, their defense has to be tested and they will be put to the test. I'll probably say Robin scores a goal. Maybe uh, Lewandowski has one or two. And, I mean, I think, you know, even though it is away from home, I do think Bayern yeah. will come away with we an away win. We talked about this last episode with this is, this is PSG's first test as a defensive unit. My, I mean, I mean, if you look at Lyon, though, they they should have conceded. They should have conceded against that, but all right, you got a good goalkeeper in the net, you know. But so regardless, we'll see. we're gonna see this game tomorrow for two one for me. The goal scorers for that. Well, I'm thinking Gavani gets on the sheet for him just having that brilliant form that he's in, and also either Neymar or obviously Neymar or Mbappe providing or scoring. That's my, and then you're gonna see maybe that Lewandowski or Robin goal that okay. comes into play. Well, let's 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 start to wrap this up. We're yeah, getting, we're getting a little over half an hour. Our target time of before yeah, we're going like 35, um, 40 minutes. Right? Real That's... quick, who was your standup performer of this week? Cristiano Ronaldo. Has two goals today. Yep. I think that look at his his weekend though, where you know they lost one nil at home. He yeah. honestly should be scoring a game like that. His, well, I mean, uh, 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 uh. all right. Well, I'm gonna say this: his as a player, I'm saying him in a, on a personal level. I'm not saying him as a as in a Real Madrid team. I'm saying him on a personal level. Yeah, 400 games, 411 11 goals. That's insane. That's, in, that's a brilliant, brilliant number. Yeah, you can see that his two goals today were very nice. His you know? two goals today were brilliant. I feel like. He's still sharp as attack for how old he is. Not saying he's really old. Only thirty two. That's Th- not too bad. Thirty three, thirty four. Between he's thirty two, thirty two. Between I mean he's getting up there, but I feel like he has another six or seven years to produce to be a top player. You know, I would say top player three years top and player then produce years? for three more years. Okay, fair. Because you know once you hit thirty five, that's kind of a well, you see pretty him, ripe age. Do you see him going to playing at the center attacking? Or the center oh, yeah, even center yeah, once his legs start wearing down, he's not as fast. You mean that's the same that's, thing that's happened to Messi, but we're not talking about Messi because Messi's not as good as he is. So interesting. <laughs> well, my stand-up performer week, we, I mentioned. I want to say real quick, our episode title was "All Good Things Come in Twos." Yep. Um, we wanted to talk about a lot of these players who had you know two goals or more. You had Kane, Lacazette, Morata. Uh, what's it called? Lewandowski had two, I think. Yep. Every, everywhere, p- p- players with two goals or more, obviously. But uh, I. The pick of the bunch for me were Morata with a hat trick and then Lacazette for Arsenal finally scoring two goals. Honestly, I'm happy about that for you. Honestly, should have had at he, least he three or four. He gave me some points on my on my uh, fantasy team. He gave me my final my final fantasy league turnout was seventy three points for the That's weekend. impressive. I got like fifty points. I'm not as good as you. <laughs> I'm not, but, I mean, but uh, I, I put in the work. He had two goals against West Brom yesterday. Uh, I was happy for him finally. You know, that's his first multi goal game for Arsenal. Yep. He honestly should have had a hat trick. Like think, he do you honestly think he should to start now. I think he deserves to start in that. I mean, he has been starting. I mean, all right. That, uh, I think I think this does after him, the Liverpool game. You saw. Yeah. Okay. Well, bar that. Yeah. Bar that. We'll, I we'll think, get to that soon. We'll get yeah, to that soon. Bar that though. I mean, it was nice for him to score two goals, and I should say that he had an easy chance where it kind of got passed across to him, and he had Ramsey wide open to his right. He could have just squared him off and tapped it in, and then he had another one where he kind of blasted over an open goal. Uh-huh. I was like, okay. Well, At least you got that free kick rebound. Yeah, he's getting he's getting more confident. I think he's adapting to the EPL like more. And I'm I'm kind of excited. I like it. All right, man. Let's uh. Let's, so let's let's, let's wrap up, up here. Yep. We're at 35 minutes now. Alan, what are your final thoughts for this week of um of this week's episode? <laughs> well, FIFA's coming out. It just came out today, right? For early people, yeah. For early for early access, but regardless, I promise my parents. I hand hand up. Promise my parents that I was only gonna buy FIFA this entire year. Because if I pick up a controller that and FIFA's on the console, I will not go to class or I will. Man, not. I need I need the journey. The journey looks so much fun. I Last actually year, watched all the cutscenes already, so I, I'll spoil see it. For you, you. No, no, don't tell me anything. I uh, even like last year with the journey. I didn't watch any cutscenes. I waited for to, to 
to play it, and I literally sat there for a solid two weeks and finished the journey in two You're weeks. Gonna like <laughs> You're going to like it. Oh, yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I can't wait. Uh, you know, I got NBA 2K18 the other day, and I'm already playing it till like, 4 in the morning. Like, I, the, the past two nights, I've played it till 4 in the morning. Jesus, really? So I'm scared for my life for when FIFA 18 comes out because I'm not going to be moving from my screen because, you know, I have to get that Mr. game. Mr. Rogers, have a, have a chat with your son, please. <laughs> please. He supports my FIFA play, NBA, <laughs> NBA play. <laughs> well, my final thoughts also, I, I like Alan just said, I'm hyped for FIFA 18. You know, it's one of the greatest soccer games on the planet. Oh, it's, I, I actually <laughs> Probably do. the greatest. Uh, yeah, Pez is nothing compared. If you see, if you see some of the greatest graphics it's sort of embarrassing <laughs> but what did we learn what did we learn this week my most important thing learned was young people like short episodes because their attention spans aren't as long i agree I mean, <laughs> my attention span is probably as much as a goldfish at this point being wow i mean it's bad i think i'm different i honestly like our episodes like i listen to a game of thrones podcast and i let it go for hour 20 hour 30 the uh, thing is we're not on that joe rogan we're not on that Joe okay, Rogan obviously. level, you know? Yeah, so, but I mean, we're, we're, pretty, we're pretty interesting. We're interesting, we're guys. Interesting. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty interesting. I don't know about you. Wow, well, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> but you see pod, you see Joe Rogan's podcast go to three hours, but that man's got like 27,000 people listening to that's him live. Insane. So, I mean, hopefully at some point we can get a live. We're going to try and get mics, actual mics. We're back. We're holding our iPhones like they're microphones right now. So Start a GoFundMe and people can donate. <laughs> yeah, Give right. us money to buy, to buy studio equipment, please. <laughs> That's going to be on our Christmas list, apparently. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll, we'll get that set up. You know, We'll get you guys that excellent sound quality. Um, I mean, Alan, what was your most important thing this week before we end this real quick? That I learned? Yeah. I mean... One, I can't make up good title episode titles. I I wanted to do changing tactics or or different formation was gonna be. And our, then I roast Alan and tell him that Alan, listen, episodes should be titled things that relate to our podcast and the world of soccer. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not. <laughs> We're all good things coming to two episodes per I'm week. I'm not butthurt. More than two goals per week. You know that was my title once again. I'm kidding. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I mean. Billy's the Billy's the structured guy. Billy's the structured man. I'm the I'm the content provider. I think we'll let Alan come up with Friday's episode title. Friday's what do you think, Alan? Title. You think you got Friday's episode title unlock? We'll see, man. I, I I've got to I've got to go read some French philosophy and go to the gym and be a human. You're a busy so, man. So I mean, shout out to all the people. You know, supporting us. <laughs> well, that does it for this week's episode. I should this week now. I should say for our Tuesday, Tuesday edition episode of Views from Come the Touchline. Come back Friday. We'll be back again on Friday after another busy week. We're not leaving this room until Friday. Oh, I'm kidding. We're-, <laughs> <laughs> we're watching every soccer game yeah. <laughs> until Friday, and we're gonna start recording on a Friday. No, but uh, we'll be back again on Friday after another busy week in Europa League and Champions League. Uh, once again, follow us on Twitter, and Instagram at Views FTTL. Search us on Facebook at Views from the Touchline. And please support our blog by logging on to viewsfttl.wordpress.com. There'll be more content on there soon. We're trying to get more writing up. It's tough with the podcast Tell and your school friends. stuff. Tell your friends, girlfriends, brothers, sisters. Yeah, get us out there. You know, uh, how, What about our podcast, by the way? Share it real quick with us. When, well, podcast where information. Can, where we can find us. We can find us on the uh, podcast tab through iTunes. You can just search Views from the Touchline. SoundCloud, SoundCloud YouTube, YouTube, Blueberry. Please also take a second to leave a quick rating on iTunes. Yep. It helps out a lot. You know, it just kind of will give the pod- The rating obviously makes it more relevant on the, uh, the podcast page and more yep. people will see it and maybe click on it and give us uh, you know, a quick listen. Right. And hopefully that we can be more compatible for the Android users. I, apparently there's one or two people that I was talking to can find it on the uh, iTunes store because they're Android users, you know? 
Oh, that's their problem. That's they their, need, well, they need the thing is, I made it. I'm, that's <laughs> no, why I put it on YouTube. Yeah. That's why I put it on YouTube. YouTube's so there, yeah. It's it's a multi-platform, so. Cool. Well, that does it for us this week. Uh, we'll see you guys on Friday. On this week. Okay, okay. This week. It's oh. a, Billy, that it's does okay. it for us. Billy, it's okay. <laughs> for this fine. Tuesday episode. You're we'll fine. see you back again on Friday. Goodbye for now. Good night. Oh, 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 oh,